typically when I have been talking to dudes, you know, I second guess, like, am I tripping? Like how I'm feeling things like that. But, um, again, in conjunction with you and therapy and just doing my, my self work, I've not been wrong when my intuition has told me something about someone who may be interested in me. Yeah. It be, it's, it's literally spot on. And usually I would run, I would say, well, no, nah, I'm tripping. It's not that, but I'm like, no, nah, lean into that, lean into that. And it's been spot on every time. Yep. Yep. Every time. And it's like, I think what's happening is that the more I have leaned into trusting myself, mm-hmm. God is also working in the spiritual realm and saying, see, that's that we that because that's a that's a God gift. And we talk about that all the time. That inner knowing mm-hmm. that you have as a woman, yeah. if something feels mm-hmm. off to you, if it's if it feels sketchy, mm-hmm. you know, it that's what it is. And so yeah. not talking myself out of what I know yep. because I want something. I want Don't pick up the phone, you know he's only calling cause he's drunk and alone too Don't let him in, you have to kick him out again Break my heart, oh that breaks my heart That you thought you ever had it, no you ain't from the start Yep. Welcome to my party. That's how we do around here. This is Single You, the podcast. I am your host, Rika, and I am an NLP certified life coach and also the founder of Single You Academy. That is my online coaching program. You know what I do? I help the ambitious millennial single woman discover her worth. That means you. So that you, girl, can stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser. So if you are a woman who is sick of having an unsuccessful single life, if you are sick of the revolving door of dysfunctional relationships, listen, they may have a different name, but it's the same type of relationship. Or you're doing the tug of war back and forth with the same guy and you're sick of that. You want better when it comes to men and setting boundaries, knowing yourself, understanding your worth and what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, I'm willing to bet nobody has ever had that conversation with you. But listen, I'm not here to judge. I have an abusive ex and an ex that cost me $10,000. Yeah, stick around, listen to the podcast enough, and you will hear those stories. All right, so you've come to the right place if you need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Yeah, I'm a certified life coach, but I will tell you this. I am no expert. I just learned a few things that I would like to teach you as well. You know, as Maya Angelou says, once you learn, you teach. And when you know better, you do better. So now that I'm doing better, I am reaching back out for you, girl. Here's my hand. Grab it. So thank you and welcome. You're in the right place. I got you if you got you. This is Single You, the podcast. Hey, thanks for being here. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode.
All right, here we go. I am so honored and excited to have one of my favorite clients. I hate to say I have favorite clients, um, <laughs> but there are some that truly, truly do stand out and watching their growth and the shackles fall off in real time uh, the shackles being the weight of being single, the shackles being in this cycle of dysfunction with men, um, the cycles being feeling like you're a failure because you're single and that something must be wrong with you because you're not getting the guy, quote unquote, that you want. Right. Um, so those are my ideal clients and watching the shackles fall off of you. Um, in real time, when I'm your coach is amazing. It is a blessing to me. And it's always a reminder that I am on the right path. When I got out of my um, abusive relationship in 2017, I felt that God had told me I will use your story. And I felt that in this season in my life, he wants me to be a light for single women and preach the good news, the gospel. <laughs> um, I am a faith-based program. And I believe that a lot of us faith-based black women, women, women <laughs> did not get a lot of teaching and wisdom when it comes to this lane of relationships, not only with yourself and self-love and self-care, but relationships with men. And I'm going to, um, uh, here's a scripture for you. Wisdom is worth much more than gold. Understanding is worth much more than silver. And those are things that we do not seek out, that we are not intentional by. So the things that we focus on to get a man is getting our eyebrows done, getting our weave, going to Tulum, buying all of these products that we put on our body and we are not intentional about what we are putting in our body. The Bible talks about be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you need to renew your mind and you need to get wisdom in this lane if you're in this space of, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm sick of these relationships and I literally think there's something wrong with me because I'm single and I need help. And that help needs to be intentional, guided help because your advice from friends, okay, you watching these gurus on social media, they're not helping. You can be full of inspiration and ignorance at the same time. That is why you can know by memory when people show you who they are, believe them. And yet, and still you're passing up red flags and falling for potential and being in these relationships that do nothing for you but pull you down. All right, so let's get you some wisdom today. My client Nikita can explain what I did for her in Single You Academy better than I can, so let's bring her to the room. Nikita! Yay! What's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> Happy Friday. Happy um, Friday. Thank you so much for saying yes when I said, of course, you, yeah, I just, <laughs> a lot of people, um, they just don't know what, what happens inside of single you Academy. And like I just said, you can explain it better than I can. Right. Like I, I, I know what I'm doing. I have my program. It's, it's, I got it together. But when I hear your words and the testimonial and watch the shackles fall off of you in real time, I want people to see, I want people to hear, um, what we did inside of Single You Academy. And so thank you so much again. I'm honored to have you on Single You, the podcast. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> all right. So let's start from the beginning. Let's 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 talk about, um, first of all, who are you? I know you're in education. So kind of tell, tell the people who you are. Who is Nikita? I am a writer. I am, I'm sorry, let me go back. I am a Black woman writer. I am a Black woman feminist. I am a Black woman creative. I am a Black woman educator. I'm from ATL, Georgia, but I'm currently 
you know, thugging it out in Kansas. <laughs> um, and I am just somebody who I love life, you know, and I want to do this thing called life being the best version of myself. And so that is what I feel like you gave me more wisdom to continue to do that. So I'm very excited to have this conversation because yeah, yeah. I knew, yeah you are you the bomb.com. You are too, girl. Right back. <laughs> Takes one to know one, right? It takes one to know one. So, um, so as Nikita said, this girl lives in Kansas. Okay, I live in Washington State. So I really don't know how we know each other or how you got connected to me. Um, and, and I do, and we're going to talk about that. You know, I I know the ins and outs, but I always say it's the grace of God because I shouldn't mm -hmm. know you. There is no reason why you and I should know each other. There's no mm -hmm. reason. Um, but. I say, since I took the leap of faith to do what I felt God was calling me to do, I'm always praying, God, send me the women who need to hear my voice. Just send me those. I can't save every woman. I can't. But the mm -hmm. ones that need to hear my voice, send them to me. And let me tell you, God sent you to me or, <laughs> you or something. I don't know. So Same. tell that story. Right. Tell the story of how did you find me? Like, what the heck? How do we? So EXO yeah. Nicole had you in an article. It was back in March. And I remember seeing the article on Facebook because I bookmarked it. You know, you at work yeah. sometimes you'd be like, oh, you know. So I was like, let me bookmark this yeah. and I'm going to read it later. And I read it later. And the title of the article was Singleness is Not a Punishment. And I was yeah. like, I need to read this because yeah. your girl is feeling some kind of way right now. And so I read your, I read the article and it, it talked about you and what you do. And, you know, you have a podcast. And so I started listening to your podcast. And I think at that point, I feel like you had like 20 episodes, 20 or so episodes. So I started from the, I started from the beginning. Did you? Like I literally yeah. started from the beginning and I would wake up every morning and listen to your podcast. And then I would hear you talk about your academy and I would be like damn I wish I could do that and I was like I ain't gonna do that you know I'm like girl you don't you don't need a coach girl on how yeah. to be single you know you know you single so you you don't need that but I remember just like listening to you like like I said every morning I would listen to an episode and I remember one time I sent it to my homegirl and I was like why is she so loud like why is she <laughs> beating down the block like she know what's going on like she in our business and I remember me and my girlfriend we was just like texting each other about certain episodes all day you know yeah. and so um that was in march uh fast forward i went to atlanta for the summer uh yeah. my, my best friend got married i'm the mate i was the maid of honor we had the bachelorette we had the wedding it was just a lot happening and on the way back from that which was in july i was listening to you i was catching up on all your podcast episodes and you asked again, you know, I only got this many slots left, you know, and I was like, I want to do that, but it just, I don't know. I don't think I need that. Yeah. And then, you know, this is a 12 hour drive. And yeah. so in that drive, I always hear God like the loudest in the shower yep. and in the car. Okay. And so okay, okay. I said, you know what? I'm going to send her, I'm going to send her a message. <laughs> and I sent you a message and then me yep. and you just started having conversation. Yep. And then by the time I got back to Kansas, we had set up a consultation. Yep. And then yep. fast forward, here we and are. Boom. And here we are. <laughs> here we are. I want to go back to you saying, I don't need that, right? Um, because I feel like that is what a lot of us Black women say. Mm -hmm. When it comes to being intentional outside of our office space, right? Mm -hmm. Because when you're climbing up the ladder, okay, 
you'll you'll take that extra like oh I need to figure out like my personality uh in this business area I need to climb up this ladder so I need to take this extra class but when it comes to putting intentional work in what is called our single season we do not do that Mm-mm. we don't and I think a lot of it stems from we don't even know where to start right so talk about that when you were saying that what other feelings did you have around? I don't need this. Did you just think like, what is a coach? Like, why would I, I know how to be single. I know how to be, be single. That, that was the first thing. I know how to be single. Cause I've been single for a while now. And by a while, I mean, I think my last serious committed yep. air quotes, committed relationship. I was in grad school. I think it was like 28, 27, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, but it was like, I don't need that, right? Like, I know how to be single. I've been being single for this long. Yeah. Um, and honestly, it was some shame. Like, because, think, you know, like when you're sick, you go to the doctor. Yep. When you have a mental health struggles, you go talk to a therapist. And so I was like, surely I don't need to talk to somebody about how to be single because I've been doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. But I kept feeling this pressing on my spirit, like, and I remember telling God, like, if this is something that I need to do, then make a way for me to do it. Because yep. uh, this was right before I was getting ready to turn 35. And, yep. you know, I, again, witnessed my best friend get married to her, you know, her now best, her husband. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, all of a lot of my close girlfriends are in these, you know, either they married, they engaged or in a committed relationship. So I'm like what is happening with me? And I didn't say this, but I'm going to say it now. I also (laughs) had reconnected with somebody while I was in Atlanta. And I was also like, damn, this cannot be the end of it for me. Right. Like I'm recycling or reconnecting (laughs) with people from my past that I, Mm -hmm. you know, on paper, they look really well, but I don't like them as a human. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, God, I, I want a man with, good character i want somebody who i don't have to dim my light because they are insecure you Mm -hmm. know and so i'm like maybe in my mind i was ashamed but then i was like you know maybe this could help me maybe i can grow and i want to be content in singleness and it's not that i hate it or anything like that but the reality is the world is hard for black women right and Mm -hmm. You know, I do get lonely sometimes and all of those things, but I want the best version of what love is supposed to look like for Nikita. And I just know for me, I have not gotten that even when we're talking about casual dating, even when we're talking about situationships and all of that. And so honestly, I was just at my wits end and I was like, why the hell not? Like I've Mm -hmm. been in therapy for like a couple of years now and I've seen how that has helped me and you know, a lot of times as we continue to talk, I felt like you was in my therapy sessions because it felt like some of the stuff was overlapping. So I was like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's the best part. Um, so we are going to get into um, throughout your story and throughout our 40 minutes together, 40 minutes we have left or whatever, what have you, how it was more single you Academy, I believe. And, and, and I, I know that you got way more out of it than how to be single. Yeah, right? absolutely. absolutely. Like, right. So when you're on the outside looking in and you're hearing this girl named Rika say single you Academy is open. Let me help you learn how to set and keep boundaries with men. Let me help you discover your worth. You may be thinking, oh, she, I already know how to be single. I've been single, but it is about the quality of your singleness. Yeah. 
and who the woman you are becoming in your singleness to get the life and relationships you actually want. Right. And so I feel like all of these gurus um, that you follow on social media are telling you what to do, like how to date and um, you know, this is what men want or whatever, but they're not actually telling you the woman you need to become to actually get the life and relationship that you want. And I feel like single you Academy taught you and, and we're going to go into the story. Um, <laughs> the woman that you have to be to get what you actually want out of this life. Because if, if Paul in first Corinthians chapter seven, verse, verse eight says it's better to be single. Don't you feel like we should investigate why? Yes. But we skip on over that. We get out of high school and the church and our family is like, okay, now we're the marriage and kids. Basically that's it. Because that is the, uh, what is it called? Like the, the grandiose, that's like what you should be striving for, right? Because right, like right, it's right. like the, the right. mountaintop. It's like as right. a woman, you're supposed to be somebody's wife. You're supposed to be yep. somebody's mom. Yep. And I love God. I'm going to say that. I love God. God yep. is truly the source of who I am and has kept me. But the black church has done a disservice to black women in that. Because once you reach 25 and you ain't got no husband, you ain't got no kids, people are like, well, why you ain't got no kids? Yep. Now, once you get to 30 and you ain't got them, you were like, what's going on? And then damn for sure, when you become my age, our age, mid-30s, yep. you know, it's like, yep. now well, they're so going? sorry for us. Yeah, they're yeah. like, well, what's yeah. wrong, girl? It's nothing yeah. wrong. And I just mm -hmm. think that single you helped me to realize, like, I can, my life can look different and that's okay. Yeah. You know? Ooh, say that. Talk your ish. <laughs> okay. So um, I, I will be remiss if I forget to ask the question that I ask everyone. So let me just go ahead and say oh, this. Oh, yeah. Lord, um, I know. Yes. So. <laughs> Did anyone have a conversation with you about what makes a healthy relationship versus unhealthy versus toxic versus dysfunctional? No. Yeah. No. I think the lot I am the oldest of three girls. And I and um, you know, shout out to my mom and my daddy, but my mom was a teenage mother. My story is very unique, but I think the goal was I don't want my kids to get pregnant out of at an early age. So let me just focus on that. And it was a lot of don't, 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 especially with me, like don't, don't, don't. And not a lot of like, well, this is why mm. the biggest thing was just, you don't need to get pregnant. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. But it wasn't no like, I had to jump in here real quick to introduce you to single you merch. Yeah, that's right. Single You, the podcast. We have merch now. Yeah, because affirmations, they can be on something better than a post-it note on your mirror. Yeah, how about affirmations on your couch in the form of a throw pillow or on your bed in the form of a throw pillow for encouragement? Singleyou.shop for you to buy the Single You merch, okay? You deserve it for picking you and breaking up with him. Christmas. New Year, Valentine's Day. Oh, totally your birthday. <gasps> your best friend or your best friend's birthday. <laughs> Simply because you want to encourage yourself, you want to encourage your best friend on any day that ends with Y. You can shop Single You merch right now at singleyou.shop. The link will be in the show notes. The throw pillows, what do they say on them? One says happiness over history. Another, happily single. And another one says, sis, don't do all that healing just to date another broken man. 
hashtag stay sharp. Yeah, that's on the pillow. And lastly, singleness is not a punishment. The throw pillows are available right now, just in time for Christmas. More to come, but do your shopping right now at singleu.shop. You know, let's talk about sex and like yep. I, I'm gonna be honest. I kind of like taught myself all of this stuff because I'm a reader. So like I taught myself about like you know your period and what happens and mm-hmm. and so nobody really just sat down and said. I mean, my parents said things like obviously the 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 basics. Don't let no man hit you and all of that. But right. outside of that, don't get pregnant. Don't let no man abuse you. Yep. Yep. And no other conversation. And <laughs> no other conversation. And that's it, you know. Um, which is why we can recite all of these cliches, you know, when people show you who they are, believe them, know yourself, know your worth. Um, he who finds a wife finds a good, a good thing. thing. I want a God-fearing man. I want, but we have no idea what those mean. No idea, nor how to get it nor how to get it. So you talked about, um, I'll be taking notes, you know, when people be talking, cause I'm like, well, <laughs> um, okay. So you talked about the shame that you had, um, before you signed up for single you Academy. Talk about that. You had shame in being single. You had shame in needing help. Where was the, where was that shame? Both talk about that. I think the shame is like one, I'm 30. Well, then I was 34, getting ready to be 35. Surely I should know how to date properly mm-hmm. and how to be in a relationship mm-hmm. properly, right? Like mm-hmm. I should know these things. Right. But I think there's something powerful to recognize in a certain level of self awareness to recognize that maybe you've been dating the same people in different, it's like the same shit, but in different bodies different name john yeah yeah it's the same people (laughs) and um just recognizing that you have allowed yourself to be mishandled i think Mm -hmm. for me it was just Mm -hmm. a lot of shame and feeling like maybe i don't know what i'm doing you know and having Mm -hmm. to admit that to myself because your girl is you know i would like to consider myself a high achiever (laughs) (laughs) black women are (laughs) that's so Statistically, is true. That's yeah. Fact. So and like you know, yeah. I'm out here doing my thing just from mm-hmm. like a creative standpoint yep. and being an educator and you know me being an advocate of like social justice and all of that. And so it's just like surely, surely, I'm talented and gifted. But why can't mm-hmm. I? This one area of my life is really causing me a lot. One, it's causing me a lot of frustration. Yeah. Um, a lot of like self doubt, you know, and all those pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. And then uh, being at this age and not being on that trajectory of, you know, giving my parents a a son-in-law because, you know, again, I'm the oldest, but all of me and my sisters, we're all, you know, of age, but we're all single. And, you know, my parents, they, you know, they want, they say that, but it's also one of those things of like, I want that, but I don't want it to the point where I would just go out here and get anybody, you know what I'm saying? And so- Yeah. When I was I was excited to tap in a little deeper and figure out like because I'll be honest with you, I'm the first person to be like, it ain't me, it's these, you know what I'm saying? But but then I was like, nah, girl, because you in the equation too. So let's not even talk about them because we do that a lot. We always want to send some senator men, what they doing, and this, that, and third. But with you and doing the attentional work with you and in therapy, I have learned a lot of things and I 
pretty much recognize why, you know, yep. I yep. have not been able to get the type of relationship I yeah. want. And it's and uh. the number one thing is when we talk about those boundaries, that's something that therapy has had to help me with, not even with me, but with my family. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. Because if you're bad at setting boundaries with men, I guarantee you, it's showing up in your uh, like in every areas. area of your life. Hundred <laughs> percent, because you are you everywhere you go. Yeah. Um. And oh my goodness, I. Oh, what did you just say? And there it went. Hold on, you said something. Right. <laughs> Give me about thirty seconds. Hold on. Otherwise, we'll just move on. Hold on. There it is. Ooh. <laughs> Holy Spirit, work. Here we go. <clears throat> here is what high achieving black women do. We assume because we're so good in our professional careers, we got our home. We're good at like the self care with the massages. We're, we're good at doing this, even therapy that it must be them niggas. Must it be. must be. It gotta be. <laughs> it, it gotta be because I'm amazing. Look at me. And so why can't he see that and then just become what I need him to be? We don't actually realize it is in our fumbling of the boundaries that we allow men to treat us like crap. And when you do intentional work on yourself, it is not pretty. How many tears have we had together, Nikita? How many times I had to look at myself and be like, baby, it's you, it's you. The only way people can treat you that way is because you allow it. Mm -hmm. And that is why I say, how do you show yourself you love yourself? Oh, it's in your boundaries. If you can get boundaries down, it, I mean, it is, it is everything, right? And in order to do that, your mindset has to shift. And I believe, and I know from you, you told me that I helped you with a lot of unlearning to relearn. Mm -hmm. Okay. So talk about what you meant by that. Um, obviously, we said, you know, the ch the black church, our parents did us a disservice by just saying, well, wait till you get married. Mm -hmm. But there was no breakdown. So obviously, there was something different in Single You Academy that you got. So, yeah, talk about that. Um, I think for me, you definitely helped me tap into like that self-trust. Yeah. Um, I grew up, I was definitely that child that was very in tune with themselves and their emotions and all of that. But I think obviously life, you grow up, things harden you a little bit. Um, but just unlearning that whole, like, uh, I think one thing I really loved about the whole, like, you can be kind and you can still be like, no, this is not for me. I think a lot of black women, and I've done this, I know that I have thought that who I am will change the man. Yeah. It's like, surely I'm a good person. So all this goodness will jump off on him and, or, you know, surely I'm amazing. He'll appreciate that. But the, the, the thing is, if a person does not love themselves, if a mm -hmm. person has not worked on themselves, mm -hmm. they cannot be with any, I mean, they can be with somebody, but it's not going to be uh healthy. It's not going to be successful. And you just helped mm -hmm. me learn. Like, I don't have to, sacrifice myself mm -hmm. my boundaries what mm -hmm. i want to appease and i mean i've i've known this but we really got to the root of that mm -hmm. in single you yeah. right and a mm -hmm. lot of that is just obviously what the way we've been conditioned you know yep. we're supposed to be graceful and all of yeah. that but 
the people pleasing when you're trying to please somebody so much that you go against what your your inner knowing you know what i'm saying that that part of yourself that speaks to you and i think that god gives that gift to women for a reason but when we meet these men it's just like all of it just go out the window and we just yeah like yeah i'll I'll compromise a little bit and i think you have just helped me realize even more that i don't have to do that Mm -mm. not not to you Especially because, again, we call ourselves women of faith. Yeah. So you have to believe that what you want is a healthy relationship. And you have to believe that you can get that even by saying, that's not meant for me. I'm going to go ahead and set a boundary here. And I really liked him. But you have to have belief in the fact that there's somebody else. Mm -hmm. but that's where we falter with our boundaries because we don't believe that there is somebody else. Why can't it be him, God? And God is like, because I didn't make him for you. Move (laughs) on, move on. And we don't do that. And another thing that we should be investigating is when Eve took a bite of the apple and she ruined everything for us, right? Because that's why we have pains during our period. That's why pregnancy is painful and this and that. And and, And he did say your seed will be against his seed, right? We should probably investigate what that means Mm -hmm. and how to avoid that as much as possible. As much as possible, because none of us will ever be perfect. But I do believe that God does want us to live um, in a more, God wants us to have as much peace as possible on this rock called earth. He wants us to be in peace and not be in fear. That's why the Bible talks about do not fear all the time. I am yeah. with you. If I am, if you are, if, if, what is it? If you are for me, who can be against you or something like that? Or yeah. for you, yeah, 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 yeah. but, but again, we're not actually studying not only ourselves, but definitely not the Bible. But when the Bible says, love thy neighbor as thyself, don't we think we should investigate what thyself means? How do I love myself? Yeah. How do I do that? Because I got to figure this single life out first before I get into the next relationship. And you said something. You said um, you used to think like being kind was um, staying, right? Staying Mm -hmm. in these situations. Um, and, and thinking that my kindness will turn him into um, the man that I want. And I think that's where a lot of us faith-based, especially faith-based black women fail because we have no idea what that means. We don't realize that me being kind to you and loving thy neighbor has nothing to do with me and you being together. No, that's me. That's me honoring your humanity. Yeah. And then also honoring my own humanity and saying this is not for me. Yep. Yeah. I wish you well in life. God bless. God bless. And <laughs> let him go. As much as it hurts and sucks, like it be sucking because he'd be fine. Like, let's get to the real real. He'd be fine. Okay? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because there'd there be some ones you're like, why did I date him again? I don't even know. Um, okay. Let's go into, um, let's see here. You said that... Um, you didn't really understand or, or you said that you wanted a man with good character mm-hmm. before single you Academy. Did you actually know what that meant and how to get it? Um, I think I knew what that meant, but I don't think I was thinking intentionally about what that means. When yeah. you say you want somebody with good character, mm-hmm. I'll just give you an example. Uh, it's really important for me to 
be with someone who is inclusive to everybody's humanity um, and not when it's just convenient. So somebody who's kind, right? So like how you treat the people that can do nothing for you, right? Like if you, we go out to eat and you yep, absolutely. Talk, how they're treating you, the waiter. Yeah, you talking crazy to the waiter and it's yeah. like, why are you talking crazy to them like that? You know, yeah. or yeah. you're demeaning them because they are a waiter. Like, right. right. I mean, it, it just it just sucks. And so really unpacking what does good character look like to Nikita? Not what everybody else tell me it's supposed to look like. But what does that mean when I say that? Like yeah. a lot of the things that I feel like in single you, we would talk about. You would say, well, what does that mean to you? Because a lot yeah. of us, we say these things, but it's because of, you know, everything else going on in the background, the white noise. Yeah. And so really being yeah. intentional about when I say I want a person with good character, when I say I want somebody who is spiritual, when I say, you know, I want somebody who is supportive. Yep. yep. What does that mean for me? Because yep. what, I, what I need and what I want is going to be different from what you need and what you want. Yeah. And so 100%. just really unpacking that and also making sure that the same things that I'm requesting or wanting that mm -hmm. I am that as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just like you said, um, I am always asking you and my clients, okay, but what does that mean to you? Let's define it for yourself. Because again, somebody will tell us, oh, get a man, make sure you get a man with good character. Okay, but what does that mean if we've never actually seen that example, right? Yeah. Um, and nobody actually had the conversation with us. I am an analytical person and I, I need things broken down for me. And so that's how I feel like I deliver Single You Academy. Now, can some people do it on their own or what have you? Or they, you know, had the best uh, parents that had these conversations with them? Sure. But I am here for you. Um, the the, the faith-based Black woman who is struggling, who is on that edge of like, this cannot be life <laughs> where Nikita was. Like this dating cycle that I'm in, I don't need to be in this again. And how do I get out? And I know that there aren't a lot of channels to help you start, right? There's not a lot of channels for wise counsel. So that is why I'm here. This is why I created Single You Academy. So I hope that you are hearing Nikita um, as she's speaking about what she thought before Single You Academy and what she thinks now. And so let's get into that um, even more. So the woman that you were before Single You Academy, I heard you say uh, you were recycling guys, right? What were your relationships like that led you to the moment of like, this cannot, what is, this is not it. <laughs> Do you have a story of relationships that you were in? You were like, nobody should be in this relationship. This was not healthy. Tell us one of those stories. I, <laughs> so I moved to Kansas when I turned 30. Like literally okay. I turned 30 a couple of days later, I moved to Kansas. So I've been out here about five or six years. And the pattern that I have, I noticed that began to frustrate me was that in the beginning, like, you know, a guy would be like enamored with me, like, oh my God, you're amazing and blah, blah, blah. But then as time went on, it it's almost like the rose colored glasses would come off. And like, you really, mm -hmm. instead of me taking the time to actually get to know the person, mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm already like romanticizing, like, oh my God, this is going to be my boo and all of this yep. crap. Yep. But it's like, if you really take the time to get to know somebody, you'll start to learn things about them. And, um, talking to them 
Mm-hmm. Um, and even with talking to guys, sometimes you got to be mindful of that too, but you got to pay attention. Cause I remember you told me like, when you meet a guy, your biggest concern should be, be his build a friendship yeah. and collect data and talk to him. Because mm-hmm. the more you talk to somebody, you will begin to learn things. You know what I mean? And so I think um, for me, the relationship pattern or the situationship pattern was just one moving too fast. And then two, bypassing red flags yeah versus like i would notice the red flag and in my mind i'd be like i don't really like that but i was like well i could learn to like that you know mm-hmm. and there was a video that you showed us with darius daniels and he mm-hmm. was like you know for the christians like stop trying to make yourself like stuff that you don't like like being a christian doesn't mean yep. like nope. you gotta settle and just be like oh well i don't like that but i'm still you know nope. Yep. Go about it anyway. Like if you don't like it, you don't like it. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And me learning that I'm not for everyone and everyone is not for me. Yep. You know, yep. and yep. I think for me, I had I was trying to force that. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And that has and been the was, pattern. Yeah. I was gonna say, and it was at your detriment, right? Like yeah. it, it left you frustrated and like, what is happening? Yeah. 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 So uh okay. So I wrote down. Um, I loved this, you know, um, when you said that, you know, obviously we talked about this, the more you, you have to talk to to guys as you're getting to know them. And when you're learning them, you're data collecting, you do that. So you understand what you are equipped for. Yeah. But in order to understand what you are equipped for, you have to go on this journey of learning who you are. Yeah. When you don't know who you are, you'll say things like, oh, I could get used to that. That's fine. I'll be okay with that. No, but when you know yourself, you could be like, nope, nope, nope. I'm not gonna be able to do that. Nope, nope. And you bypass this thought process of, but love is patient and love is kind and I have to be a kind human and Jesus would want me to stay with him. No, Jesus did not say that. If he is not built for you, God is like, what are you doing? Read my word, truly, because I told you bad company corrupts good character. I told you to guard your heart, but you ain't doing none of that if you don't know who you are. Yeah. You haven't even read the manual of who you are yeah. at all. When when my Honda, my Honda literally just had a light on that was like TPMS or whatever. I was like, I don't know what this means, but guess what I did? Read the manual. manual. <laughs> to figure it out. To figure it out. Because just because you can drive a car doesn't mean you know exactly what that car is. So yeah. just because, and what it does and what the symbols mean and what the dings mean and the lights and whatever. So just because you're with you every day doesn't mean you actually know who you are. Yeah. Cause if you don't ever go on an intentional journey, good luck. Good luck. Okay. So um now now that I brought that up, I wrote this down to ask you. Uh the the scripture love is patient, love is kind, love isn't self-seeking. Do you feel like because you went through Single U Academy, you have a better understanding of what that is now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also think um, the church always throws that at us. We learned mm-hmm. that as kids, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we never really stopped to think about when you go line by line, what yeah. that means. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, patience, right? So like when somebody, when a partner, the person is mad at you, how do mm-hmm. they treat you? Yeah. When they didn't have a bad day or when you when you are not in a, a mindset where you're not being uh, patient, you know, how do they treat you? Yeah. You know what I mean? So just really unpacking that and what that means, because we love quoting things, but we don't we don't love we no idea. Mean what, it. 
Right. And because and we, we love to, and the church loves to like throw all these things at us. And it's never no like intentional dialogue about it. Nope. You know, like we've been nope. in like, uh, what, what was the thing called? Vacation Bible school growing up. Yeah. 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 And, you know, even in church, they used to be like, don't have sex. But they never really, like, we didn't have no, like, real tea conversations. You know, a lot of us are really unlearning the stuff from, like, childhood and teenage years yep. now as adults. Mm -hmm. And it's like, mm -hmm. why couldn't we have those types of conversations? Back right. Then? Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I also feel like girls, for, for women, Black women, it was put on us way more than the dudes, which is, you know, right girl i don't know i don't i've asked so many guys who grew up in church like what did they tell you about sex because they told us to wait and keep our drawers up and our dress down and they'd be like nothing because my uncles would be like they learn from their uncles they ain't nobody oh, in yeah, church telling true. little boys yeah there ain't nobody in church telling little boys to uh keep their drawers up and they well they don't wear dresses <laughs> unless you know but and you know keep their pants up basically and why Having those intentional conversations, which uh, is exact. I love that you said that because you're so right. That is exactly what Single You Academy is. And I just want to um, touch on the love is patient again, right? That scripture. So love is patient, right? Before we actually do the work on ourselves and get our mindset right around our singleness, we think, oh, he's doing this thing that I don't like. I need to be patient and hope that he will change. I'm a hope and pray. Yes. When and he's patient, been that way for yeah. 35 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People, a lot of us have patterns, yeah, characteristics. And so patience, yes, you need that, but not to endure like an unhealthy situation. A hundred percent situation. And you like, said that perfectly. You said that so perfectly. Yeah. It's like long suffering doesn't mean like, oh, you need to be with a dude who's been cheating on you for five no. years. No, in the name of God. I know people who won't get a divorce or break up. And and honestly, I, I'm never um talking to married women when I'm speaking, um, unless you feel that I'm talking to you, I'm always talking about women who are just dating. You made no vows to this man, so you don't owe him anything. Bye. Mm -hmm. You don't know, you don't owe any anybody anything but the love of Jesus. And sometimes that means walking away. Jesus walked away from many people. All the time. <laughs> and, and there is scripture in the Bible that talks about <laughs> walking away from people, okay? Um, so, okay, let's talk about your solo trip that you took during um, Single You Academy. I know that it was something you wanted to do before Single U Academy, but you didn't have the courage or something. And then you did it while you were in Single U Academy. So talk about that, how you changed your mind throughout Single U Academy to go on a solo trip. It was really crazy. I had already like spoken it into the atmosphere, like uh, New Year's Eve prior. And I remember telling my best friend, like, I really think that's what I want to do when I turn 35. And, you know, in my mind, I was like, one black woman in America traveling solo international is that safe? You know, I had all these reasons why I couldn't do it. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, he was like, Oh, you want to be by yourself on your birthday? And I'm like, Yeah, I do. Um, and I think I was just afraid because I've never taken an international solo trip, you know what right. I'm saying? Like a, right. just a trip where it's me, myself, and I, I'm doing the things that I want to do, and I just feel like um again being in therapy getting in single you I'm like I'm nurturing this relationship with myself mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. want to take more trips before I had taken that that um that solo birthday trip well that's well prior to 2021 I hadn't really taken any trips and so I was just like what am I waiting on you know what I'm saying and um 
the trip was everything and more that I could have asked for. I literally did everything that I wanted to do. Now, were there moments where I were like, damn, I wish my friends was here? Yeah, but that was just at like the pool when you see the people like turning up with their friends. But right. I made friends. I'm a friendly person. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah. it's just something special about being able to be in your own company and, and actually enjoy it. Um, and I just I, I wanted that solitude to to reflect and recharge and yeah. think about as I move into my uh, mid 30s, like, what do mm-hmm. I want my life to look like in the next five years? And I yeah. honestly don't want singleness to be the reason why I don't live my life. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of us, a lot of single black women, you know, it's like you waiting on this man to fall yeah. out the sky or whatever the case may be uh. to before you buy a house before before you do all these things and it's like no i can do these things now and what i learned on that trip um one how much i love myself and i am a dope person to hang out with but also like people are uncomfortable when you are a woman and you by yourself like the amount of times that I got asked in Mexico in Spanish, like, where's yep. your new novio? Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yep. well, I was lying and saying I had a fiance, but it's just because mm-hmm. I was traveling by myself. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. Well, um, you say, but you yeah, did. That ain't your business. That. But yeah, it was just like people, they were like, oh, you're by yourself. And it was like people were tr- would treat me different because I was by myself. So they would like yeah. go above and beyond for me. And I was like, why yeah. is this making people so uncomfortable? Yeah. Versus. Yep. I saw uh, men that were by themselves and nobody was asking them that type of stuff. Mm. But for me, I I was just like, this is wild. And it's like, why does my life have to be centered in me having somebody like, why can't it just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't understand, but I get what it is. It's, it's the, it's the patriarchy. It's the, the yeah, we we have been conditioned and, You know, you don't have value because this also is what perpetuates why a lot of single people don't like being single. Yeah. You know, it's like you don't have value if you're not attached to something else, 100%. you know. Yeah. And I have worked extremely hard. I've been working since I was like 14. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I moved across the United States to a different like by myself. So it's yeah. just kind of like I know that I have value, I'm worthy whether yeah. I am attached to another human or not. And so I feel like people was like, wow, she had the audacity to go across the country on her birthday. You know, I told you what my family members was like. Nope. They didn't believe it. And I was like, they was like, well, you could tell us the truth. Who are you over there with? And I told my parents, one, I would never go out of the country with a man that y'all ain't met. Right. (laughs) Right. Like, at least I know how to be that safe. Come on. Like, I mean, you know, no shade, but the white girls, they be with these men. They turn up dead and everybody looking for them. A black woman go missing ain't no don't nobody get anything so yeah, ain't nobody look for you but your family but i just found a I, I tapped into a different level of liberation and Crazy. just i was like i did this like i i did it all by myself you know yeah. and i told you when i came back i was like i feel like can't nobody unfuck withable like can't yeah. nobody fuck with me because i yeah. there is nothing and you asked this question and this was like it's going to be, it's a very simple question. Super fucking mind blowing for me. But like, <laughs> you was like, what is it that a man can do for you that yeah. you already can't do for yourself? And the answer was nothing. And I literally, I remember texting my girlfriends like, girl, she was like, you know how you text your girlfriend? They're like, bitch, yeah. that's a, yeah. 
And it's true, you know, at this point, I want a partner. Yep. You know what yep. I'm saying? I don't yeah, want to and a purpose partner. And I remember you yes. said that. Do you, yes. you remember? Yes. Yeah. Purpose partner. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, because yes. now you're tapping into what your purpose is. Right. And mm -hmm. what you want to be doing for the rest of your life. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and yes, that will evolve and change as you get older and change. But you want somebody who's going to be there for that. It's not about because I. Um, it's a, uh, one of my friends, one of my male friends was asking me, you know, why, why are you, um, okay, let me go, let me, let me take a few steps back. We were talking about my abstinence and okay. he was like, wow, a lot of women, especially in Atlanta, he's from Atlanta. Oh, he God. said a lot of black women have just given up on that dream, you know, like, but I guess you not. And I said, no. And it's not about trying to get, um, this man to to tap dance for me it's more about me and how i feel about me right and so and i feel like the thought that i had it went somewhere and now i can't find so it. i'm gonna say i'm, I'm yeah. gonna say this because yeah. you know i feel you on the abstinence thing i told you yeah. i stuck it ahead, out for six yeah. years but i'm gonna say this to any woman that is listening to your voice listen to this podcast if sex was the thing to keep a man mm -hmm. where are all the men that you have had sex with girl where they at where are they at and let's go let's go a little step further if sex was the thing that kept a man then why is it that a cardi b who is in my opinion very sexually liberated yeah continues to get cheated on so that's what i'm saying sex is physically it's a great feeling it's pleasurable yeah. but yeah. if sex was the thing that was gonna keep a dude me and you both will be married by now. We are 100%, not. 100%. We are not. So it's, it's, and, and I get it. People, people love to, because people used to tell me, you ain't going to never get no dude who ain't going to have sex. Mm. I know that we're sexual beings. It's a difference between a man who only wants to have sex with you mm -hmm. and a man who intimately mm -hmm. wants to get to know you. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah not, i just wish i could rewind what you said because i had a thought and it was so good so now when i'm editing this i'm gonna hear it and then i'll have to tell you what it was because dang it because it was something along those lines of something you said and i was gonna tie it into being abstinent okay Psst. now i remember what my thought was so you know i'm abstinent right and the conversation that i was having with the guy that i mentioned about other women giving up on that dream. See, to me, it's not a pipe dream. When I look at and when I think about the woman that I want to be 20 years from now, I want the story. I want to be able to say that we waited. I did not have sex, sex with him, <laughs> sex. <laughs> sex with him in the first two weeks of dating or even the first two months. I want the story of waiting, waiting until I'm engaged, waiting until I sign that marriage certificate, hmm. something of that nature. I'm still working on what that looks like, but I do know that as I'm out here in these dating streets, abstinence is a conversation that I bring up often and soon. I'm not getting three months down the line and a man doesn't know that I'm abstinent. We're going to have those conversations because if he is not in purpose with me, if he's not my purpose partner, then I need to know soon. So I want to be, as God calls me to be right now, a light for single women, right? And I feel like my purpose of being this light for single women is leading them, well, leading them to a lot of, a pla a lot of places, but one of them is to be abstinent. 
Now, what that looks like for you is on you because I'm not here to make you me, but I am here to help you think. I'm here to teach you how to think, right? So you've got to start thinking about what do you want out of life? What do you want in every lane, right? But especially in this lane of relationships because the quality of your relationships will determine the quality of the life you live, right? Okay, let's go ahead and get back to the show. Okay, let's do this. I'm going to read to you some of the things that you have um, uh, sent to me. Okay. Uh, saying, and I want you to tell me where, like, why you said it, like where your okay. mind's at. These are things that you learned in Single You Academy. Okay. You said, my discernment has been on 1,000 lately. I'm never mean-spirited, but my intuition has been spot on. And I said to you, girl, we've been doing all this intentional work. It better be. Like, <laughs> that's my point. I'm here to raise your discernment levels. So why did you say that? Um, you gave us a book to read by Yana Van Zandt. Shout out to Auntie Yana. Uh, yep. Trust. Mm -hmm. In that book, that book talks a lot about self-trust. Typically, when I have been talking to dudes, you know, I second guess, like, am I tripping? Like, how I'm feeling? Things like that. But, um, again, in conjunction with you and therapy and just doing my, my self-work, I've not been wrong when my intuition has told me something about someone who may be interested in me yeah it be it's, it's literally spot on. on and usually i would run i would say well no nah, i'm tripping it's not that but i'm like no nah, lean into that lean into that and it's been spot on every time yep yep every time and it's like i think what's happening is that the more i have leaned into trusting myself mm -hmm. god is also working in the spiritual realm and saying see that's that we that because that's a that's a god gift and we talk about that all the time that inner knowing that you have as a woman yeah if something feels 100%. off to you if it's if it feels sketchy mm -hmm. you know it that's what it is and so yeah. not talking myself out of what i know yep. because i want something i want that because I, I was good for that. I'm gonna be honest. I was good for that. I'm one, I was one of them. Well, no, that's not what it is. That's what it is. hundred <laughs> percent. This, this is what it is. This is what there's two things that's happening. When you are bypassing red flags that your God voice, your gut is telling you he's not the one. Here is what it is. We think that being a Christian, again, being kind, having patience, staying with him. I can get over that. I can change him for me. You're falling for the potential of what you want him to be in your mind. We always say that don't fall for potential. Half the time it's not even about him. It's really about what you believe he can become because of your goodness and grace because you think you got. So you can change this man into you what you want him to be. <laughs> so we bypass the red flag. And then the second thing is because we want to be married. So we stay, we stay and we let this man walk all over us just so we can get this little ring. So society will finally give us 1000 likes on our picture on Instagram. Jesus. That's what we want. That's why we stay. That is why we stay. And, and everything Nikita is telling you, mind you, and I know I, you did say something different to me uh, before, because I, I feel like the stuff that I say to you, when people show you who they are, believe them, know yourself, know your worth is everything that you had heard before you met me. But there's something different about what I teach in Single You Academy that gets you to be the woman who is now finally happy, truly happy in her singleness. You settle down in yourself. 
you figure out who you are, which then helps you learn how to set and keep boundaries with men, with yourself, with people. You settle into that. And then you, that's where your pure happiness and joy comes from. So then when you date from that seat, you ain't going to be looking at, oh, he could be this and I need to be kind because Jesus said, and, and hopefully he'll become this and let me be this ride or die. And da, da, da. all of that is now gone because now your mindset has changed. Mm -hmm. So tell me, what do you think that you learned in Single You Academy? Do we already answer this question? Anyway, let's, I'm going to ask because I have two more. <laughs> I have that question and I have one more. Okay. What do you think was the difference then? Because before you joined Single You Academy, you knew Maya Angelou's quote. When people show you who they are, believe them. Well, I'm going to be honest. Mm -hmm. You, we talked about this quote. I had never heard it to where we watched that video with her and Oprah. Mm -hmm. and, it's, and she said, believe them the first time. Yes. I had never heard that version yes. of that quote. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. I thought to myself, wow. And it's just kind of one of those things where it, once the person shows you, not the second, the third, fourth time, because by that time it's like, well, you knew this from the beginning. Yep. Yep. Now you're playing yourself. And so when you when you when you showed us that video and she said, believe them the first time, I'm gonna mm -hmm. be honest. I said, I'm gonna be intentional and believe people the first time. Cause yep. yes, I've been applying what we learned to like this whole dating thing, mm -hmm. but I've also been applying it into life in general, like friendships, family. When people yep. show you, yep how they feel about you and they show you how they they treat you how they feel about you you have to believe that about them you can't i do believe in evolution i do believe in growth mm -hmm. but what i think is the difference for me is that i was ready to be honest with myself about where i was when it came to love and there dating and saying to myself nikita this is an area of your life where you have cried mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I'm not saying I've just been in, I've always been in horrible relationships. That's not what I'm saying. But what right. I'm saying is it has never, at least in my adulthood, because I think, you know, teenage love, puppy love, all of that. But in my adult life, I have not gotten what it is that I know that I deeply desire. I want a partner. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I feel yeah. like I have yeah. not gotten that. And so I think for me, the difference now is that I applied that intentionally and I was doing myself inner work and it has not been easy. I mean, every time we had sessions, I was crying in your sessions. I was crying yeah. in therapy. Yeah. And I remember uh, my therapist saying like, forgive yourself for allowing yourself to be mishandled. Just because you have been mishandled, it doesn't mean that you're not a diamond, you know? And then we come into the space with you and you're like, yes. forgive yourself for the times that you didn't know better. But now that you do, you're going to do better, you know, because well, I feel like I'm doing better. I can't speak for all your clients, but <laughs> yeah, I, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. doing better. And I just think I knew I was changing because I remember that session we had where I told you, I was like, I feel like I'm falling in love with myself. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. unpacking. I'm being vulnerable with myself. I'm being honest about this area of my life. And I'm not mm -hmm. afraid or ashamed to say that I needed a, co a, a coach yeah. to yep. help me unpack and work through some of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and a lot of my clients say, you know, even though they have therapy and therapy is great. And I will always encourage people to go to therapy. Your therapist is not necessarily working with you in this particular lane. True. Like, I have my lane and I'm like, I'm gonna help you discover your worth and help you learn how to set and keep boundaries. 
Are you going to get more from that? Absolutely. But this is my lane that I stay in where therapy is, is all over the place as it should be. Cause you got a lot of childhood stuff. We got to work out. There's a lot of things that a therapist will help you with. Now there are some therapists who are now coaches because they realize having a particular niche, man, baby, I can help. You know, it's like being somebody who's like, I'm going to be your weight loss coach. I'm going to be your financial coach. I'm your singleness coach. That's why I call myself the single, uh, the single girl's life coach, because you have to live a great single life. Look, my alarm going off because it's telling me I got a meeting <laughs> in 15 minutes. Um, so, but so what was I saying? Oh yeah. So I'm in this particular lane because you have to get your singleness right. Because again, if Paul said it is better to be single, we have to investigate that. What does that mean? And I feel like in single you Academy, that's what we do. So let's end on this question. Um, she's listening right now. Okay. Someone who's been on the fence like you were before you joined Single You Academy. And she's like, I really resonate with Nikita's story, with your story, Nikita. And I know that this cycle with men cannot continue. Why should she join Single You Academy? You know, well, one, the best work that you will ever do in your life is your self-work. Um, you should join if you are ready to be intentional about your self-work and if you are ready to be honest with yourself. Um, even if you are hesitant or you feeling ashamed about it, at the end of the day, when you go on to glory, um, when you stand up there, it's not gonna be nobody else, it's gonna be yourself, you know. And so what greater gift than to work on yourself and love yourself like the greatest love story you will ever have is the one about yourself and that is what single you has absolutely reassured me that nobody is gonna love nikita the way that i love nikita so nobody's gonna love you the way you gonna love you and so if you are ready to do that if you are committed to doing that mm -hmm. I say single you is the place to start. And Rika is cool. You know, Rika, Rika loves God, but Rika is real. And I think that's the difference between you and a lot of the Instagram gurus who, honestly, in my opinion, just want to make a profit. You know, mm -hmm. I think with you, you genuinely care about your clients. Also, you're very particular about who you choose. You know, you do an interview process and you, you let the Holy Spirit lead you. But I know I remember telling God, God, if this is something I'm supposed to do, if I'm supposed to be in relationship and community with this woman and her platform, please, God, open this door. If this is the work I'm supposed to be doing on myself, open this door. And it literally happened in what, like three days after we had yeah. talked. Yeah. And so yeah. if you are ready to do that, if you're ready to, to just release courage release the fear to enter into the courage of really tapping into yourself then join single you i don't think you you will not regret it yeah you will not yeah. regret it at all i love that <laughs> oh, there's so much i could say but for because i have another meeting here in about 10 minutes let me <laughs> just say this i want to touch on you said i'm very intentional and i let the holy spirit lead me for who my clients are going to be Absolutely. Because I want to make sure that the, the promise that I say I give, helping you discover your worth and 
helping you learn how to set and keep boundaries is what I deliver. And if you're looking for somebody to teach you how to date, I am not the one. I am a boundaries coach and I'm a self-love coach. Now, the side effect of that is dating with purpose and dating with intention. Okay. But I am not here to promise you a boyfriend because I can't, how can I promise you that? And God doesn't, that's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. I cannot promise you, you will be married in a year because of single you Academy. So I don't promise that. And so I want to make sure that's not what you're looking for. I want to make sure that you are someone who is ready. You are ready to intentionally do the work. You are ready to invest in yourself, just like you do when you're climbing up this HR ladder, this corporate ladder, whatever. You spend money in those areas, but have they helped you in this area of your life? No. So if you need a place to start, start with me because you've read all the books before. You've heard the affirmations before. They are telling you what to do, but they are not telling you the woman that you need to become to execute the information you're receiving about self-love. Therefore, you'll never be able to set and keep boundaries. And that's all I'm going to say. So (laughs) Single You Academy is open. You know the drill. If you are interested in joining Single You Academy, um, send me the word boundaries. All you have to do is DM me boundaries. I promise you I'll know what you're talking about. I'm not going to be like, why is, what is this? I have no idea. This is the weirdest thing. No, I want to coach you. Okay. So send me the word boundaries. Um, I have five spots. I just opened five spots available. Um, you will fill out the application and the new cohort is not going to start till about January. I think it's January 10th. I'm not looking at my calendar right now, but I believe it's January 10th. So we're going to start after Christmas, after the new year, but I know you're going to be making your new year's resolutions about, well, I ain't never going to date a man like that again. And you're going to have all this vibrato and attitude. And I promise you by February, because, um, Valentine's day will be rolling around. You'll be back in the, I suck as a single woman space. And I want to get you out of that mindset. Okay. So go ahead and send me the word boundaries. Nikita, is there anything else you need to say before we get off? Singleness is not a punishment. It is a time for you to just have freedom and liberation for yourself, you know, and once you can uh, reframe singleness to be healthy, you will have a better one perspective but you will also have a more holistic life because you won't be waiting for somebody to come and take this take this label off of me yeah at the end of the day whether you with somebody or not you great and i can't say that i believe that now i know that and i would rather be by myself than out here with a Derek jackson so remember that <laughs> And that's on period. And, and that is on Mary Had a Little Bell. Okay. Um. So let's say you are ready to learn how to do the work to be happy, single, truly, not performing confidence, not pretending. You don't want to be bitter. And you want tools to do better in this area of self-love and relationships and you know you have nothing else to lose. What do you have to lose? You're ready to work on you. You just don't know where to start. You need help to get rid of the shame you have in this area of your life, of self-love, relationships, and boundaries, and you want peace. And you want to feel like you can trust yourself again. In that case, I invite you to apply to Single You Academy. You don't know where to start? Start with me. 
Applications for Single You Academy will be open until I fill five more slots. I only have five slots left. So how will you be going into 2022? We will review applications on a first come first serve basis. So if you want this girl, go after it. I cannot wait to be your coach. I am already claiming it, okay? So thank you for your consideration. I look forward to learning way more about you and how we might be able to help you here at Single You Academy. So go ahead and send me a DM. My DM is always open to you. Send me the word boundaries and I'll know exactly what you're talking about. Or you can go ahead and click the link in the show notes and complete our application. Once you complete that, you and I will get on a free consultation call and we will go from there, okay? If you have any questions, let me know. Consider me your homegirl in your head. Again, it's Rika. And if you need to reach out to me, listen, don't hesitate. It's not going to be weird on Twitter and on Instagram. I am just me, Rika. That's R-E-K-A. And I'm going to put my Twitter, Instagram, and email in the show notes, okay? You can also join me over in my private Facebook group titled Singleness is Not a Punishment. I mean, come on, who am I? (laughs) You know my tagline? That's my private Facebook group. The link will also be in the show notes. Now, if I said something that resonated with you and really helped you, please share this podcast with a friend because sharing is caring and you shouldn't be sitting on all this good information. So share it with your homegirl, okay? Or your homeboy. (laughs) Please do that. Also, don't forget to subscribe and then you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. And if you have time, can you do me a favor? It'll help me out as a small business owner and a podcaster. Will you leave a rating on this episode? All you got to do is say that you liked it or you can even type out what you took away from this episode. It really helps me and keeps me going, providing free content for you. So thank you so much for doing that. Production, my intro was made by one of the greats in production land. His name is James Tyler. Thank you for my intro. And he used Beyonce's single ladies, Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. He used Dua Lipa, her song, New Rules, and also Truth Hurts by Lizzo. All right, that's all I got for you this episode. We will talk again on the next one.